skip myself today. You got a fast song. I want to skip it anyway. Might as well skip. Might as well skip. Go on to skip. Might as well skip. Alright, welcome back everybody to the Skippables Podcast. This is a show where we listen to the world's best bands, we find their worst songs. I'm your host, Joshua Batazzi, and I am back with my co-host, Josh Lopez. What's up, Josh? Rev it up, woo! I tried, I that's don't know. That's good. Yeah, I tried. It sounds like you smoked a million cigarettes this past <laughs> week. I think that's the whole vibe, this whole discography smelled like cigarettes. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, if you watch the movie Reality Bites, I mean, this is this is the episode for you. You know what? Um, we'll cut it up, but you ever seen the movie Singles? The replacements are on that soundtrack, and that is a cigarette-smelling movie if I ever ha- seen one, for Ooh, sure. Okay, okay, nice. Um, well, let's ask the professor. The professor, Leon Cortez, welcome to the ep- episode, to the show. Have you seen Singles? I have not seen Singles, but... Psycho Skipper, Ski Ski Ski, Skippity B, Skippity B. Oh, nice. I like, you know what? Don't, um, don't, don't, there's an intro, Gio. Skippity B, Skippity B. I B. have a thing to do, you know. Don't, don't ask me questions. That's right. I'm not trying to derail you. My intro. I'm sorry. But to answer your question, I, I don't think I've seen it. But, I don't uh, think I've seen it either. Yeah. Singles, that's not the, like, it's like the, the MTV the movie? Seattle one? The seminal grunge movie. Okay, oh, it's a yeah, Matt yeah, Dillon yeah. movie, right? Yeah, Matt Dillon, okay. exactly. New yeah. Year's Eve one? I avoided it for the ponytail thing. I can't remember New Year's Eve. I remember oh. it's a lot of fun. Okay. That's t- like something cigarettes, something cigarettes. The one oh, two, two, New York one. Cigarettes. cigarettes, right? The New York one, yeah. Okay, uh, interesting. Well, uh, somebody who's an expert. Voice from, voice from, the voice from Beyond. Yeah. Uh, it is. Who can help us maybe uh, you know, breaking down Josh's singles reference cj greenspawn welcome to the show host of the sgv weekly damn dog you didn't even google me didn't didn't even google you. there's there's a lot more left but that's nah. that's all you're getting yeah, sorry yeah, yeah. let the listener google. whoopsie yeah you can google geo's geo's ash jeeves guy <laughs> yeah i'm on bing yeah i, I don't google. he's a binger that's right but yeah welcome to the show welcome it's you know it's been a while we've known we've been a part of the scene together for years so it's really nice to have an SGV local on the pod, since all of us are SGV local, un- unlo- un- you know, dislo- uh, dislocated type thing. We're not trying to get doxxed, but I feel yeah, like we're we, all SGV locals. If we really had a fanatic, they could show Joe up lives at this really right close to a certain school. Yeah, the I whole, mean, there's a bajillion schools. The whole damn valley, dude. Us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As under, far as the under our names. But yeah, so you've been you've been uh, hosting your own. It's like a both a radio and a podcast kind of thing, right? The SGV Weekly? SGV Weekly is like a radio-based or radio-inspired podcast. You can guess what it's about. Or, I mean, I think all of your listeners can guess what it's about, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they can Google it if they don't Some know. guy's voice, right? Bing it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's about the San Gabriel Valley. There are uh, a number of music episodes. There's some on, like, more local you know backyard type bands there's like more like legendary stuff like the gun club um and like vel the wonder did an episode there's probably like other music episodes i've totally forgotten and more to come 
that's that's kind of how this episode goes. Like we've we've done bands that I've completely erased from my memory, and I'm like I was an expert for a week. Yeah. <laughs> for a quick week, I was a full time expert, and then now it's like I do not remember. Sorry. <laughs> Caravan Palace about number one's fun. Caravan. Number one's oh, dude, yeah, <laughs> out the window with that one. Sorry. Man, but it still hurts somehow. Yeah. Ramstein still sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shout out! Shout out everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, it's super cool. Everybody check that out, SGV Weekly. But you brought to us a very unique band. This is like, actually, I found out recently they played or tried to play Azusa one time. The replacements they couldn't get yeah, in. Yeah, Oscar's Cornhusker. But why couldn't they get in? No, um, is that part of your quiz? <laughs> uh, Did, no, I have no, no fucking. Idea. Well, no, I I heard Try that to make it a was joke around here. Probably because the bassist was underage. That might have been it. It's like the easy one. I also think that um, when they came here, they were like, oh, this place sucks. Like, <laughs> we don't want to play here. Yeah. That never stopped them before. <laughs> no, that, that's not enough. Josh is right. Yeah. Like, they didn't have enough Milwaukee beer out here. I, I, yeah. I, I think it might have been biased for the person who was writing it. They're like, they're just too good for this place or whatever. Like, they didn't show up. They probably just didn't show up because. Yeah, because they were drunk. They, they were drunk. They were just yeah. Where, where, did, where did you read about somebody said something like that? Yeah, exactly. I was, I was looking up, like, uh, there's this, like, old. I think it's called like no snappers. Oh, no snappers, whatever, right? Yeah. So I was like looking up some old like flyers, and I had found there was a place called uh, Oscar's Cornhusker, yeah, where the old like, like the D club place. used to be. Yeah. Oh, whoa. what's a D club? Uh, it used to, it was an old like kind of ghetto club that was on Foothill. Wow, ghetto. Huh? Yeah. I mean, ooh, I remember there ooh, being a, a lot of a lot of terrible ooh. things happening there to people, yeah. and that's why it got shut down. But before it was the D club, it was Oscar's Cornhusker, and probably a lot of other things in between. But, like, big bands used to, like, roll in to Azusa. Like, really big bands. Like, Van Halen played here. Well, Van Halen's from the SGV, man. I mean, exactly. Mm -hmm. So maybe they came, you know, like, they were, like, coming up through here. But, um, yeah, I had read or I had seen the replacements, like, on a flyer. And so I was like, oh, I got to check this out. That's so cool. I wonder if, like, anybody was at that show. And then I looked and it was like, no, like, they never showed up. Like... (laughs) I like how you were looking to see if anyone was at that show. Like, yeah, was... Steve Martin was in the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> he was definitely there with his banjo. But He's yeah, like, can I come on? That's so cool. So you know, like we're chronicling music in our own way. But I like that you're doing it in like the radio-based way because that's a very like approachable. People can listen to that and like they feel like they're learning. You know, I feel like. I don't really feel like people learn when they listen to the No, no, I, I aim to have people know less by the yeah, end of each it's, it's episode. It's more of a warning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so... Uh, yeah, it's a 30-minute format, guys. Yeah. Oh, 30, yeah, so yeah, exactly. We're way too long. People get winded by the time we're like 15 minutes in, which we're almost we're almost there but uh <laughs> have we even said who we listened to we're the placements so, yeah we, we started talking about okay, we're only recording? talking about the fucking azusa show yeah i know but i'm just saying like i don't think we've mentioned the replacements, the replacements yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah yeah i'm dozing off guys yeah long ass intro <laughs> <laughs> so cj how did you get started with the replacements oh god um so the replacements are a band that maybe more than any other band who are a part of my life were like really part of my life not just like something I love listening to or I'm like obsessively interested in, but it's like actually like part of like certain events of my life and how I got into them was probably like 
the first time I bought weed or something like that. I was Whoa. at a buddy's house in Covina and this guy had like, his room was painted black and blue and he had all these, you know, like rubber tarantulas and snakes glued to the wall, glow in the dark stuff. Gee, was this your room? Scary. No, it's not my room. You had blue and blue, black <laughs> and blue paint, no? Oh yeah. I did, but I wasn't selling weed. Yeah. Buy-in for sure. Buy-in for sure. <laughs> yeah, so I was at this guy's house, and Johnny's Gonna Die was playing, and I was like, what is this? This is cool. Um, and then from there, I went to Rhino and got... Uh, Sorry, Ma, forgot to take out the trash mm-hmm. and let it be. I don't remember which one I listened to first, but I got really into both of those after like an initial like what-the-fuck period. I was scared you were going to say your dealer was like, hey, bro, you want to stick around and listen to this? Because that's dude. a nightmare. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> that's enough to put me off from a band completely. Like, like no, sit down I and just l- need a dub. Yeah, go. I'm good. A little dime, dude. You weren't doing dubs. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a five, bro. Damn, Let me get dude. a pinch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, so you were pretty young when you started then. Yeah. And, and it was like somebody showed it to you, so then you like voraciously started like picking apart their discography did you get to the end have you listened to everything before this show? it's taken my entire life to get to the end okay there was like albums that i did not listen to really for years and years and then like i kind of dip a little bit deeper into them like when i say that they were part of my life it's like i have a really close uh, relationship with my sister that we especially bond over music right cool and she like unlocked like later replacements for me to to a large extent like stuff on tim and uh, pleased to meet me that i was kind of just like Egh! at first um she really opened my eyes up to that and so the reason i suggested the band is because like uh some point last year i bought the dead man's pop box set which had been sitting at rhino for like five years or something like that yeah. since it came out nobody knew what that was when it came out the promotion for it like you know, it wasn't there as far as I could tell. I'm sure, like, for the, like, the people online who, you know, salivate over everything the replacements say and do, they knew what it was. Mm-hmm. But, like, when I went to Rhino, there was no obvious explanation of what I was looking at. I was just like, man, these guys just keep milking it. <laughs> um, and then, you know, years later, you know, you mature and you get title. And um, I listened to Dead Man's Pop. Still took a little while to get into it. And then I was like, oh, shit this is the best replacements album. So it took me, you know, from like 14 to like 31 years old to finally get all the way through it. I don't remember when I did hoot and Annie though. I actually think it's, it's a good album. I don't know why people don't listen to it. People hate it. Oh. In my research, people hate it. It's just hate the it, first Annie. song. Yeah. They, they, they can't yeah. get past the first song. That's all it is. Those Reddit nerds, they are not shy about hating hoot and Annie. Interesting. But, but it I don't think sense. they like it. Do they? what i remember hearing or reading no about they them. love it oh. i can't remember they, I mean, there sure is an album fun. that they hate specifically paul hates an album but i can't remember but going back to what you were saying cj i think it's really fitting that there was no promotion for this cd because that's the entire history of a replacements yeah. like Poor oh it's pretty good band. but nobody fucking knows about it and they kind of don't give a shit either <laughs> yeah you oh, know just so irresponsible yeah yeah, yeah 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 dude so what about you josh when was the first time you listened to the replacements guys you gotta know like i don't fucking Young this buck. is a blank spot i don't i didn't know a single fucking thing about the replace the replacements (laughs) i had like seen the name everywhere but like we've come across this dozens of times i feel like on the pod where i just like "Mm -hmm." like i don't know i was doing something else no exactly (laughs) i like i just watching that spongebob yeah (laughs) chocolate chocolate 
Yeah, yeah. Brand new to the replacements. Okay. And we'll, we'll cut it up, but not our worst for sure. No. N- ain't no caravan palace. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Drag them. No yeah. commercial appeal, I'll say. Right. So, okay. Uh, so, never for you. You're... Never. I'm, I'm a virgin. Wow. Uh, Leon, what about you? Uh, it has to be college for sure. Oh, actually, no. Before that, uh, I made friends with some guy on MySpace as a kid. Um, uh, a forty-five-year-old man. No, yeah. no. <laughs> through music blogs, We've and he was uh, he was yeah. obsessed with the replacements, and he would always be like, "This is the greatest band ever. This is like our Beatles." And I listened to them, and they were cool. But uh, uh, the big one, uh, um, "Bastards of Young," was like the big one that got stuck in my head. And then there's that music video that was really cool. It's just like a speaker chilling, and then he just kicks the shit out of it. Yeah. And then in college, um, yeah, I worked at a t-shirt shop in college, and my bosses liked the replacements a lot, so we listened to a lot of the earlier stuff. I was really into, like, Tim yeah, and Let It Be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Gio and Leon, did you guys have any cassettes, vinyl, any exposure mm-hmm. like that, or just kind of in passing? I have Tim on record. Oh, cool. Yeah, I, I don't have anything physical, I don't think. Mm. But, um, no, when I, like my first introduction was the movie Can't Hardly Wait. Oh, yeah. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I was, like, obsessed with that movie. Um, for some reason, I think my brother bought it on DVD, and so, like, it was, like, the first, like, five DVDs that we owned. So, like, heavy on the rotation. I watched it all the time. What's her, um, Jennifer Love Hewitt? Oh, my God. She yeah. was such a babe. I was, like, I was a young, a young boy, so Dude, I was, she like... she hasn't passed away. She's, she's still around. She was. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, it was a little Well, no, she's beautiful now, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, sure. Everybody yeah. watch Medium. I'm it's really great. glad that you didn't send out your letter to your high school crush yeah. after watching that movie, Gio. I know, That yeah. would have been bad. Fate would have had a, another plan for me. Honestly, out of all those, that era of teen movies, Can't Hardly Wait's probably my fave, It's a great like, movie. It's, it's so, a good movie. It's so... It's a good movie. Lame. Seth Green is so yeah. funny. Dude, dude. Yeah, dude. He is. Have you seen have you seen the movie? Sick. I've seen it, but uh I fucking hated it. Oh, <laughs> but but I, I go back and forth. Like I can change my mind about something, so like if these three guys like it <laughs> I'll probably still hate it. So. Yeah. I mean <laughs> you, know. you never know. I, I mean I think it was just a, I'm I'm a young person, so like it's like the bias of being young. Um We're like the same age, bro. Yeah. Well, but like, yeah. Uh, when you saw it. When I saw it. Yeah, it was, it was a very movie. Young. I liked it. Yeah, it's super fun. Preston. Dude. Yeah. Fucking Preston. Th- those dude. high guys who were like, he had a shirt. What, what was the <laughs> basic storyline? I remember it was fun, but by the end, I was just like, what the hell? Yeah. See, man. La- last day of school. Yeah. And there's a big party. And the main character wants to profess his love to a girl he's never talked to. And she's single for the first time yeah. in, like, the whole time that he's seen her. Like No, like, her whole, like, middle school through high school, everything. That's right. Yeah, Ugh. like, this, like, job. no experience. Dude's had a crush on her since, like, elementary school or something. And it was, like, yeah. fate. The first time they met, it was, like, fate. Like, they had the same Pop-Tart. They were, like, <laughs> they liked right. the same shit, yeah. whatever, right? And then, like, instead of, instead because like, the teacher was like, who wants to walk her around and show her the school? But And he got, like, cowardly. And then the jock guy was like, I'll do it. And then from then on, she was with the jock, and he was, like, left to be, like, forgotten by her. But he wrote her, like, a really, like, sappy love note. And then... Dude, Oh, that, never mind. That's the perfect movie for it's, them. It's so good. Yeah. 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 And there's Seth Green in it. It's so good, man. Yeah, right. We can, can talk. We, can we just talk about forever. the movie? But like, that? that was really my intro. Like, <laughs> yeah, let's just put that on. That I didn't know that that was them. Like, I just I had no idea that it was a reference to that song until I saw CJ a couple of 
weeks ago at a Knights Templar oh, show, and uh, he told me that that theme. So I guess that was the only song I had heard really from the replacements, right? Because he was like, "Oh, it's the it's the people who make that song." I was like, "Oh, okay, <laughs> I do know a little." I bit. I think they should have used that song in front of the movie instead of at the back. very end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's not a good end of movie song. I don't think the movie had to do anything with it. No, like, no, so that's like, hey, throw that shit in there. Yeah, what? it is really strange. And then there's a title, and yeah. you know, I guess it makes sense for the movie, like as a theme. Like, can't yeah. really wait about. Yeah, I don't a lot think, of stuff, yeah. but still. Um, it was a good intro, though. I will say for for a kid like me, totally ten out of ten. I'm glad I got it because like that was a, one of the first like you know few songs. I was like, hey, I really like this song. Who is this band? And then I never actually like looked nah. it up. <laughs> this is before Google, so Funny I, I did not Google Radiohead. it. Radiohead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you went and asked the Tower Records guy. I didn't know. I was <laughs> it was too much like Preston. I was too cowardly. Couldn't do it. The jock was like, hey, who is this? And he told you he got the replacements, not me. Oh, dude. But uh, yeah, so I think that's about it. That's, right? That's all of our intros. It's time for a fun quiz. This is gonna be a tough one, right, Josh? Uh, sure. Oh, yeah. I know we got some experts in the house. So. I read a book. Oh, fuck. oh my god! I that, listen, that I listen to the me. podcast about him. <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. That's literally more research than I did the whole quiz. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, number one. Um, which fellow Minneapolis punk band did the Replacements have a long-standing rivalry with? Is that A, Soul Asylum, B, Husker Du, or C, The Suburbs? I'm going to do the Husker Du. Husker Du. O- only for the fact that their first album has that, like, something to do thing. I'm just going to I'm gonna copy these guys. It's good data copy. Because it was Husker Du, and Woo-woo. yes, they wrote that song, Something to Do About Them. So everyone is on the board right now. I don't the think bat. they wrote that song about them. I think they just wrote a song about getting high, and then they thought it would be funny to call it Something yeah, to yeah, Do, because yeah. Husker Du were like, so, well, I don't know if they were into heroin yet, but they were like crazy dudes. Well, the, 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 they, they write in the album... This song is for the Hooskers who have never done drugs, which is a lie. <laughs> well, in, in my research, uh, even though it wasn't as much as you guys, but uh, that's that was the whole anecdote was that they had like a long-standing sort of like rivalry. Fuck you, but like you were both kind of in the same scene. So and and the do is D U with an umlaut, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm pretty do the sure do. it was on purpose. All right, uh, number two, the replacements nickname. The replacements nickname amongst themselves and fans is the Mats. What is the reason why? A. Paul Westerberg drunkenly called them the place match, which was eventually shortened. B. They used a laundromat as a practice space in their teen years and used mats for short. Or C. When they all lived together in an apartment, they only had one key and would have to hide it constantly under the mat. Oh, fuck. I'm going to go with one just because he's a, a. He loves a boozer. He's yeah. a boozer. A. Yeah, A. Damn, guys, you guys are killing are it. Hey, yeah. yeah, they call or he called them the placemats supposedly while he was drunk, and then eventually they just like <laughs> started calling them the mats. Name, yeah, I, I just thought the fans invented that. Now, yeah, now I like it better. The mats. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, it's anyone's game now. Number three, what name did the replacements play under for their very first show? Is that A, the impediments, B, the obstructions, or C, the curbs? Oh, it's got to be the impediments. Give me the C. The curbs. The curbs. Is the answer to all of these going to be A? <laughs> <laughs> it's A. It's the impediments. It's boom, the impediments. Uh, the show was reportedly so bad that they changed their name to the replacements as a literal replacement. That's so funny. I don't know how much all this, like, guys, I'm on the internet. People lie. I'm on the <laughs> internet, okay? I'm on the internet. <laughs> My new album. <laughs> I'm on the internet. That's good. <laughs> 
number four. In an interview with Rolling Stone, Paul Westerberg claimed a rock and roll band should be able to do what at the drop of a hat? A. Get loaded. B. Pull women. Or C. Clear a room. C. Clear a room like l- make them leave? Clear a room. No, probably. I'm going to go A. What's the first one? Get loaded? Get loaded, pull women, yeah, clear get a room. Loaded, dude. And then Leon? I'm going to go A. Guys. C, clear a room. He said that rock should get under people's skin or else it's worth nothing. So, I think he's, yeah, I think he means punk, but okay. <laughs> no, rock, dude. It's rock, dude. Chuck Berry cleared rooms. Yeah. <laughs> people ran out that door yeah. with my ding <laughs> maybe, maybe later. Maybe later. Did, yeah. For sure. All right. So that goes to CJ. Uh, number five, which replacements album was recorded as a three piece? Is that A, don't tell a soul, B, Tim, or C, please to meet me? Don't tell a soul. Yeah, don't tell a soul. I'm going to go with Tim. Please to meet me. Guys. See, please to meet oh, me. Fuck. Bob Stinson was kicked out for his substance abuse problems, but they recorded it before they had found a replacement. Mm. So that is CJ. CJ's pulling up quick, dude. I know. Damn. Yeah. I don't want to tell you guys the score. Ooh, oh, God. All right. Uh, what was the name of Replacements drummer Chris Mars' first solo album after the Replacements broke up? Is that A, Horseshoes and Hand Grenades, B, Chasing Wild Horses, or C, Ballad of a Runaway Horse? Full of this fucking horses, huh? Ballad of a Runaway Horse. Horses and Grenades, because that sounds sick. That It does. You're going to go with A2? Yeah. Okay. Guys. Isn't that a video game? Mm-hmm. No, you're thinking but it is hunt. his album. Right. A. What? Horseshoes and Hand Grenades. It re- was released in 1992 with actual critical acclaim. Like People really like were reviewing it. Yeah, it's a good one. Which is, is funny because... like, Check I, it out. Uh, I didn't check it out. You should check it out. I just was like, oh, yeah, sure. I'll believe you, Wikipedia. <laughs> but um i thought that was really funny because there's like rave reviews but i feel like the replacements were like left in the dust but chris mars only got so much like traction because he was in the replacements i don't know it's their whole thing number seven last question what band did paul westerberg co-write the song we are the normal with is that a third eye blind b goo goo dolls or c garbage goo goo dolls c garbage Mm, garbage it was big goo goo dolls the track appeared on the 1993 album superstar car wash and guys i'm looking really close here and guys cj kicked your guys asses he kicked your guys' asses yeah dude in the the honor of the replacements i just didn't give a fuck about that (laughs) (laughs) yeah dude you could have been a contender hell yeah dude (laughs) get loaded get loaded dude i'm drinking straight tequila right (laughs) now i cleared that quiz you know what i'm saying yeah (laughs) Um, congratulations, CJ. You won the quiz, which means you win a nice little break. The rest of us got to do push-ups. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Even you me. You burpees. Tell me I skip a All right, we're back. Great break. Oh, wait, hold on, Gio. I don't think we're back yet. Oh, that's right. We're not back. Because, guys, we got to get these followers to follow us. 
please. Yeah, dude. Come on, guys. Leave us a review. I don't we're, like we're, we're, we're really lonely out here on the interwebs, you know? It's true. Follow us on Instagram, on Apple, whatever music, or Spotify, Google whatever. it. Google. You can Google it. Yeah, you can Google it. Um, yeah. We have a TikTok. We my do have therapist a TikTok. says my followers aren't my friends, but I beg to differ. That's oh, right. Dude. They're my friends. Our TikTok's pretty cool. We got cool videos. That's yeah. right. We make clips of the show yeah. in short form. Yeah. They make no sense if you are just like a fan of music. You might like the page, but they don't really represent the podcast. Yeah, exactly. We're a lot funnier in clip form. Tell your friends. Tell everybody. Tell your mom. Tell your grandma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grandma's safe. Listen to the pod. Yeah. But anyway, uh, Instagram. uh, Give us a reason to live. At the skippables underscore pod. uh, TikTok at the skippables. That's right. And uh, we're back. All right. So this is it. The Skippy Awards. And we're doing the new format. Ooh, it feels good. It does. It It feels very good. Feels like a new haircut. What's going on? See, this this format is much more of like a Wild Western free-for-all. You're you're able to pick awards that weren't on the original seven, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you you still can, and I, in fact, I have maybe one or two that I've picked from the original list. But yes, so I like the freedom for sure. It's really freeing, and so what we're going to be doing is we're doing three rounds where we're picking any award out there except for the two major awards, which is the top op and the most skippable, which we will be doing last after last. the three rounds, the most important. So let's start with round one. Gio, why don't you start us off? Wow. Okay, great. I'm going to do the classic, the number one with a bullet. Lizzie? Lizzie Fraser. She's back. Here's. I, I got ones of those, too. Really? Oh, man. Okay, so this might be just the Lizzie Fraser block. Get ready. Okay? Hanging downtown. There's a, there's a part in this where I hear him just yell, bastard, 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 bastard. Um, that's not what he says. He says faster? Not faster. <laughs> uh, I, I even think he says something different. I think he's saying bus stop. Mm. Uh, dude, yes. I'm re- Actually, I'm really glad you're doing a Liz phrase because he does it a lot, actually. It's heavy, bro. Yeah. This guy, you know, drunk slurring is a real thing. And he's, it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> it's very cool when, when, when he does it, though. So, yeah, this is um, hanging downtown at about a minute. Here we go. Let's check this out. And then he has like that Scottish, yeah, eh, no place else to go. I was like, we listen to the exploited for a second. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> bastard, yes, yeah, bastard, bastard. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's bus stop. He's saying bus stop, bus stop, bus stop. But um, no, I hear bastard, and I and he's doing a weird, like english british type of accent there I'm, yeah it's, it's dude, milwaukee weird. dude they got that connection <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think he's just doing like a minnesota goobery thing maybe, i maybe. got no place else to go oh that's it oh, yeah maybe uh, that's it dude don't you know yeah <laughs> got no place to go to a goal that's it yeah okay uh elizabeth fraser eat your heart out he's, he's the male version okay oh yeah times a million cigarettes uh so leon you have one right yeah i'm gonna go with i won't um, I don't have a time, dude. I forgot to put the time on that. So any any time? Yeah, dude. On, in the vein of the replacements, dude. Just start from the intro, but uh, yeah, oh. it just mumbles and shit, dude. You know, I just right. I just do whatever. Yeah, intro. Here we go. Like the replacements.
that's I won't, I won't, I won't. Not I not not a barking. Oh, oh whoa, 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 whoa. he's not saying oh whoa 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 whoa. I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't. I won't. Did no he say something like I'm gonna yakety yakety yak? Yeah, yeah. He does say he does say yakety yak. So I figured he would say oh whoa 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 like yeah. a chubby checker or something yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> I like that. So I, I that kind of diminishes the song for me a little bit. Now that I know you say I won't. I, I liked the idea of him just saying whoa 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 yeah. whoa 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 yeah. whoa whoa. That yeah, harmonica. Nice. I wanted to fucking blow something up. There's dude. a few they like to put in harmonica, Josh. Mm-hmm. And I knew, yeah. and, you know, like I know Josh is a hater of harmonica, Not and um, I, every time I heard it, I was like, oh shit, like Josh is gonna hate this. And every time I heard it, I was <laughs> yeah, punching the drywall. Dude. Yeah. You don't like ethnic instruments, I guess he. Yeah, no. All right, so uh, that's, the, that's, my all, Lizzie. that's all our Lizzie's. Does anybody else have one? I do not have no? a Lizzie, but uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to trade your classic with a new favorite. A new classic, Pepsi New. Yeah, yeah, new classic, Iggy Azalea. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the new queen of rap, yeah. Uh, my number one, this kind or uh, my first award, uh, I I, I had to give this out, even though it's kind of adjacent to it. I'm going to give um, the guys an ACDC testicular fixture award for the song Gary's Got a Boner. Nice. And I don't, I know boner doesn't include your balls, but come on, it's close enough. It's I had Jason, to call it it's out. connected to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're buds. So that's, <laughs> that's true. true. Gary's Got a Boner at 47 seconds. 47 seconds. All right, Josh, I'll see your testicular cancer and raise you a Grand Theft Audio Award. <laughs> oh, shit. What? Oh, yeah. shit. Also, going right off of Gary's Got a Boner. Oh, shit. No. So play Gary's Got a Boner at 46 seconds. Just listen right. closely. Now do Ted Nugent's t- uh, Cat Scratch Fever at 108. Oh, shit. So you look at the center label on Let It Be, and Ted Nugent gets a writing credit for that song. No fucking Whoa. way! Yes. Whoa, and it damn. bought him something in his life, uh, something not so bad, like a boat or I don't know there what. There you go, dude. Oh, no man. way. Shout out to the replacements. Shout out Ted Nugent. Yeah, he deserves it. He deserves that money. Yeah, he's had a record. You racist <laughs> piece of shit, Ted. But... Take it easy on Ted. <laughs> he's a, wow. He is a racist. Yeah, as hell, but but damn, he could write a song. So he 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 heard it too, and he's like, "That's I'm gonna get my money. I'm gonna get my check replacements." Ted said, "I got guns, dude. Yeah. Give me that money replacements. <laughs> Give it up, Pete." Damn. Okay. Or Paul. Sorry. That was good. Those that was a really good Grand Theft Audio awards. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. awesome. I also just like back to the testicular fixture really quick. Am I gonna write a song? Leon's got a boner. <laughs> I might. Yeah, man, I might. You should. It is life changing to see. I just. <laughs> He got over his ED. Uh, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> but I stay I just, hard. What are you talking I, about? I love that. Sponsor the, us, Hymns. The fuck? <laughs> and Manscaped. Yeah. Uh, 
but I love the fact that it's like the the fucking chorus is Gary's got a boner. I'm happy my friend has a boner. Yeah, and then just the most ripping guitar solo. It's really ever. good. Yeah, <laughs> rock and roll baby. <laughs> Hell yeah, Dickinson solos. I just want to say that was like a replacement song that for the longest time I did skip, and then in like the last two months I decided that's one of like their top five songs. Hell yeah, oh, dude. Fuck. Yeah, uh, that was it. Um. Tommy gets his tonsils out was like another one of mine. That's like a good that, one, where I was yeah. like, I used to hate it, but for some reason this time around, they're like, we're gonna rip it out, rip it out, and that kind of shit. And I was like, yeah, we're gonna rip it out now. I'm like, I, I like it. it it's it, it it caught on somehow. Something about that like weird late eighties, early nineties hardcore is just so like kind of lame and goofy. Like Husker Du's got that vibe. DOA's got that vibe. It's like, like that 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 Milwaukee shit, dude. They're like in the middle of the country, like Midwest, like northern part of the country. Like Milwaukee. All those bands you just said are just yeah, like this weird yeah. little pocket of like between coast and not really like mm-hmm. they're getting secondhand like it's the, the music they were raised on. Yeah. They yeah. had barely heard out about Nirvana by the time that came out. So. Yeah. <laughs> damn okay so round two here we go fight fight okay fight. so uh, I, I started last time leon why don't you start this? i'll one? start it i'll do it if you guys really need me to do we it. need you dude on, we need the need professor it, dude uh, i'm gonna go with the kirk Cobain award the repeat oh, offender snap. Beep, 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 beep. i want classics today man you know you're right yeah that's great what's uh, uh i'm gonna go with willpower Dude, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like, you know, how, like when you listen to the Stooges, like the We Will Fall comes on. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like, dude, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. It's like they're trying to get psychedelic. They just like smoked weed and they're like, yeah, this kind of works, but it's not working. It's four minutes, 22 seconds yeah, long. And it's like, we, it's like over and over Will again. Willpower. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the one saving grace is like all the echo on his voice. And like, you don't really get that in like many other songs. Like, it's like a weird, like goth take of the replacements. Mm. But is I it a good thing? I don't know. Is it a good thing though? Is this the track? Well, I mean, there's like a bunch of tracks that they did where like they just have like Tommy Stinson cackling in the background. Was that one of the things they keep repeating in Willpower? Um, maybe, but I don't. I, not that it like stuck out to recall, me. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's off Hootenanny. So Hootenanny hated sucks. people hated the album yeah people on reddit while i was doing my research just fucking were Maybe shitting a on I'm, a, I'm gonna come out dude i'm not a, i'm not a hardcore uh or the fast uh replacements fans give me the give me the softer power pop stuff i get that maybe That's, they came in that way yeah that was yeah. your entry level yeah. but then sort of cj that wasn't your entry level right you started with like no Sorry, no, that, Ma, no right? my entry level to your point yeah i started with sorry ma forgot to take out the trash oh, and yeah. i would say probably until Again, it was like this year I went and just like binged through everything again. Mm-hmm. I always thought Sorry Ma, I liked it a lot, but I always thought, oh, you know, there's like four or five songs on here that kind of blow. Nah, fuck that shit. Sorry Ma <laughs> is like a nine out of ten. It's dude. pretty solid. It's, yeah. it's, it's pretty solid. so good. And 
which when we're on the Kurt Cobain, you uh, could do yeah, if you want to do your Kurt auto Cobain, hell for yeah. nine seconds. Oh shit, auto. Bass fucking rips, dude. Yeah, but it is just him saying everybody wants to go auto. Auto, 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 auto. Maybe like auto erotic or. Yeah, I mean it's a palindrome. You could say auto frontwards and backwards. That's it's cool, I guess. But I don't know if it's a whole song worthy. Of he was cool. referencing that Simpsons character. That yeah, kind of weird. Yeah, yeah exactly. everyone wants yeah. to go. Auto, <laughs> auto. Prophetic. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a good record, but it is more like a fun filler record than it is like a serious like listen with my like thinking cap on it's it's you know? more ideas than like editing it's just throw a bunch of shit at the wall and it's like y'all wanted to get signed on these like yeah you guys thought you're gonna make it with these two yeah if th- this is not a commercial record at all so it's fun but like to Leon's point, when they get a little more serious, like you're not punk enough to be like going and playing punk shows at this time. Like it's like the era of hardcore at this time, and it's like yeah. not necessarily hardcore. Yeah. So they weren't like really sticking with that. So they were like too hardcore for like regular rock and roll shows, and then not, not hardcore, hardcore enough, enough, dude, and not straight edge. Yeah. Ugly duckling, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that was uh, two Kurt Cobains. What about you, Josh? Uh, my for round two, I. Like I said, I kind of popped my replacements cherry for this episode, and mm-hmm. I like definitely realized, like, damn, there are some low key bangers I never would have found unless I found this band or yeah. was brought to the pod. So I'm gonna give out a hidden gem. Yes. And funnily enough, uh, it's off of Sorry Ma. Uh, that's gonna go. Uh, Johnny's gonna die, mm-hmm. which I found out is about Johnny Thunders. Uh, Thirty three seconds. Oh. Forgets a couple chords, forgets a couple breaks And everybody tells me that Johnny is hot Johnny needs something, but he ain't got And Johnny's gonna die Johnny's gonna die Makes sense now that you tell me that it's about Johnny Thunders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and like again on that album, I just feel like it's a nice slice of like, okay, this is kind of goofy, like pogo punk, but then like Johnny's gonna die comes on, and you're like, okay, like this band and this, especially the lyricist, I, I really fuck with his lyrics. There's dude. a thought process. Yeah, yeah, it's but brewing. Another factoid about that song I found was, um, I guess when they recorded it, everything was really low, and they didn't do any effects or anything, so the producer uh, bounced out all the instruments. And on the re-record into the tape, he put the effects only as a way to overdrive the volume. So all that flanger, all that chorus was just like kind of him fucking around, but just, just so to make that, it louder, just to be louder. Yeah. And that's Whoa. why it kind of feels like hollow a little bit. Interesting. Yeah, it sounds like from a recorder from a bunker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a sequel to your hidden gem. It's, oh, it's, hell yeah. it's making basically the same point. So there's a song on Dead Man's Pop called Rock and Roll Ghost. This is the last song. This is kind of like the We're Dead as a Band song. And the time on that is 2.25. There's no one here to raise a toast 
Remaster of that sounds so good, dude. Like, it's it sounds really, really good. The last like, line is heavy. Yeah, you know, I look into the mirror and I see a rock and roll ghost. Uh, there's, it's been said in like the book and the liner notes, like, oh, he he came up with this line spontaneously, <clears throat> and a lot of the lines were spontaneous. Like, there's no real definitive lyrics to any of their songs. You listen to any live version, it it's, it's always different. Mm-hmm. Um, so he says this and then, you know, after spending, I don't know, like nine years, just like repeatedly, like pissing on every opportunity he ever gets, he, you know, kind of sees himself kind of for what he is, runs out of the studio crying. Tommy Stinson goes and consoles him probably in a restroom and I don't know, it's, it's relatable. You know, I, I kind of set it up like it was, like I, yeah, I also too so feel pathetic, but yeah. you know, like a rock and roll ghost. Uh, did that okay. happen? Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, cool. Can I just say, if uh, I had a rock and roll ghost come after me, send me Angus. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to get yeah. fucked cool. up. Alive, dude. That's right, dude. Oh, shit. I met Malcolm. Jeez. Yeah. Sorry, I met Malcolm. I met Malcolm. <laughs> no, fuck that. Send me Bond. Yeah, Bond, dude. Bond will kill you. <laughs> hey, then I'm a rock and roll ghost. Dang, yeah. Really, he's a, he's a good lyricist. There he is. He's there's a really good, good lyricist. It's fun. Um, I, I want to bring a new award. Give it to me. And this is for a song where he's being a good lyricist, but I really personally um, think it gives off very divorced dad vibes. <laughs> so you just build them up to bring them down. You just be yeah. saying good lyricist, good lyricist. Yeah, but this. But hey, uh, I'm not saying a divorced dad can't write a good poem. So uh, the replacements divorced dad award goes to oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, Mary Go Round off All Shook Down. This has real Californication vibes, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, I um, mean, Merry-Go-Round is, like, just so sappy. It's so corny. It is very much about, like, you know, a, a young person who's, like, child growing up and, like, only learning things. And it going around the Merry-Go-Round, it is just so not the replacements. Like, the writing that he used to do, it just feels like it's not... Um, part of the, like the theme of the band and i just think that like he was going through a divorce dad phase and was like my my kids are everything you know like <laughs> is, i love is, my kids is that the basis of the award is it like a drop off in doing what you're like supposed to do kind of yeah and it's also just it's kind just of being, sad like, dad shit or yeah really? like uh like a dad being like you know if if this were like a, a rapper and they had like a, a clip of their like little like child being like i love you daddy like as an interlude that they would also qualify for the divorce dad award. This is, like, this is like that Cats in the Cradle song. Yeah. Oh, yes. shit. Yes, I want to be like him. Exactly. So, um, it's a banger, dude. Yeah, so I, I'll play a little bit of it, but really, just listen to the lyrics. Um, so here's like the beginning of it, where he talks about like how hush was the first word that they ever heard. Hush was the first word you were taught. And they watched you wear the clothes they claim that they bought. It brought you down to watch Mary go around. In fall, 
that phaser on his yeah, voice why? is so fucked. Whoa. Why? Hey, and he's also just like a bad dad. Sounds yeah, like. yeah. <laughs> just the first the word I taught you was, uh, shut, shut, up. shut up. Shut up. Daddy's recording. Daddy's trying to drink a beer. Yeah, I mean, merry-go-round in dreams. Write them down, it seems. When we sleep, she's free. Merry-go-round in my dreams. I mean, I get it, you know. Yeah, life a highway. Partial dude, custody is tough. You're dude. just a bad I dad. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. But, uh, I mean, it just doesn't make sense for the band. And it's just too corny. It's too he, sappy. He veers. There's a lot of ambitious sort of sounds throughout the discography where I'm just like, oh, okay. If yeah. we're doing this, we're doing it. I guess, yeah. yeah. It's pretty tough. Mm. But, yeah, All Shook Down is, is a complicated record, to say the least. Yeah. yeah. It's like a, a bad record. Yeah, I was like, we're uh, safe to say, uh, not their best, um, probably their worst. But uh, okay, it's, so that's it's a solo album, though. I mean, yeah, it, it is it's using the name replacement. But, you, but when you use that name, that's it's that's part that's, of the you get podcast. That's the curse, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you put You're that not shit free. On you. So um, round three, round three. Ding, Can I go ding, first on this ding. one? Because uh, yeah, uh, this uh, award already happened, and I totally forgot it happened. Okay. Oh shit! But Bring it I back. I didn't want to use all my awards and. And we'll go. My, yeah, yeah. on my beans on round two. <laughs> so uh, my hidden gem is oh, going nice. to go hold my life. Ooh. There's no yeah. time when this yeah. song album, I don't put it on. And the volume where it starts off always ends up getting higher as the song gets on. Like it just like continuously gets higher. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Song bangs. I don't mm-hmm. know. I love the intro. It sounds like he's mumbling into it. And it's just like, it's true. It's so good. And it just gets you right in the mode. This whole al- this whole album is recorded really weirdly. Like it sounds oddly. Like it just Wh- sounds. Which one of, is this again? Tim. Tim. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Tim k- sounds kind of weird. Right? Yeah, yeah. This yeah. kicks off Tim, but it just Tim has like a real tinny kind of sound to it for some reason. It doesn't sound. It sounds kind of flat, but it's always good. Tommy Stinson accused uh, Tommy Ramone of producing it solely in headphones because his hearing was going. Apparently, oh shit. Oh, so maybe that's why, dude. But the, the remaster you, sounds Tommy. fine. Fuck you, yeah. just, uh, fuck you <laughs> All right, let's do a little home. My life. I love you, Tommy. They're fucking good. Yeah, they really good. That could also get a Lizzie for some point. Yeah. Oh, like, absolutely, dude. dude. Like, Almost every song's got a little yeah. bit of fr- absolutely. That has a little Tom Waits in it too. Now, <laughs> that's the worst part about it. I mean, it's just the ras. Yeah, it's just the ras. But he's so good. That song is so good. That just gets you in the mode and like the guitar, like the little guitar. It's just so good. A little jingle jangle. It's all so good. It's a solid song. What I really like about some of his songs is that, like, yes, they're really well written, but then he also knows how to, like, almost underwrite a song. Like, he just saying, like, well, 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 you know, ah, you know, like that kind of shit where it's, like, he knows when to just, like, kind of babble. And, like, that itself is, like, kind of genius writing. Yeah, even the course you know? of the razzle, oh, razzle, Yeah, razzle, dazzle, razzle. It's just, like, it doesn't mean shit, mm-hmm. you know? But, like, that, it just sounds no, that, good. that does mean something. My dad used <laughs> yeah, to watch yeah. this cartoon in, like, the 50s. And that, or maybe it was the 60s. This, that was, it was, like, a catchphrase on it. It was, a, there was, like, a magician character who'd say, like, drizzle, drazzle, drazzle, drone. Time for this one to go oh, home. Oh, shit. So when I heard that song, I was like, whoa. 
well they, they definitely do stuff like that because don't they they've got a song um here comes a here comes a regular isn't that a remix of the cheers uh like the everybody knows your name yeah, type yeah, yeah. Thing, but it's thing. like more like aren't <laughs> you sad. ashamed that you, yeah yeah no, norm <laughs> but um dude, I, I think it's really good that we're giving away so many hidden gems because i feel like this band i almost was like should i just give them the hidden gem Are award they? like i Their discography is like 80 percent hidden gems yeah and th- they seem like to me like when like i brought this up to a couple of friends like oh yeah we're gonna record the podcast on replacements he's like oh the replacements dude like i fucking forget about them you know yes. what I mean? <laughs> yes. yeah 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 there's so much like people fuck with them but it's also like wait oh yeah that's right they, they kind of bang you know what i mean exactly but then you like listen to them and you're like wait a minute i haven't heard this song before yeah yeah, yeah. it's a fucking ripper mm-hmm. i want to do a hidden gem too if that's cool with everybody see there you go four hidden gems another hidden gem um this one's uh off please to meet me uh never mind Mm, sick album that's a nirvana song dude (laughs) yeah it's an album right too but uh artist yeah never mind here's a song called nirvana (laughs) here's never mind here we go Some some GBV as fuck. Yeah, that was also my DJ Khaled award. Oh, nice. But I agree, it is it is a hidden gem. It's a good song. It just, yeah, overproduced. Know. I mean, a lot of that album is a little overproduced. I think that's like an, a safe bet to make. They kind of went a yeah. little ham on that record. I guess when they were like, let's just do three people, we'll make it sound like ten people. Yeah, they I, had I really like, like a gnarly album. producer for it. Yeah, that makes sense. Sounds like Phil Spector produced that shit. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. They were like, okay, no. No headphone mixing this this round, <laughs> right? But okay, so that's uh, that's mix my... that with your ass. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> two cheeks on the board. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Josh? What's your next award? Uh, is this round three? This oh, is round three. We're dude. already running through it. Dang. So uh, ran through, we've got uh, an award that's. <laughs> We've got an award that's been passed around recently. Hey, um, hey. <laughs> ran through, all right? Yeah, dude. Uh, the uh, Lookout Lin-Manuel Miranda Award. Yes. <laughs> yeah, for a song that sounds like it belongs in a musical. I was listening to this, to this discography, and I was like, man, I really it feels very dramatic, very cinematic. But it doesn't feel like a musical. And I thought to myself, like, I'm not in a musical. I'm in a coming-of-age movie. Oh, shit. So, I'm introducing the Watch Your Back Zach Braff Award for a song that sounds like it belongs in a coming-of-age movie. Watch Your Back Zach Braff? Yeah. So, so I'm uh, I'm giving that to uh, Bastards of Young at 115. Oh, my God. This is such a good award, dude. Fucking monster, dude. dude. Great award. You said one, what, 115? 115. Dude, give me the award name one more time. Uh, Watch your back, Zach Braff. Oof. <laughs> Here we go.
one. We're learning about crushes. Willie Nelson hates you know? us. We're not really, <laughs> we're not really kids anymore, but we're not adults. Yeah, you know, we're, we're learning about ourselves. The person being a wallflower yeah, type. Shit, exactly. Dude. I feel infinite. Yeah, and, and, and I mean, can't hardly wait. Yeah, can't hardly wait. Can't hardly exactly. wait. Perfect. They're the perfect poster band for this whole award. I love it, dude. Watch so, your bag, Zach. Yeah, look out, Lynn, and watch your bag, Zach. Yo, I'm gonna I'm gonna introduce an award right now too. Yes. Fuck yes. Yes. So you you brought up can't hardly wait. Um, let's uh, call this fuck. I don't have a name for it, but it's like a award for uh, songs that you have in the background while you propose to someone. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, because this was totally spontaneous. This wasn't planned. I swear to God, this wasn't planned. Mm-hmm. My wife and I were like in Santa Barbara on. Uh, edge of a cliff at night by the ocean full moon uh you know had the bluetooth speaker Ooh, that's nice. you know Get dancing that to an acoustic outtake of can't hardly wait oh yeah and i was just like oh, you know what this is the most romantic moment of my entire life <laughs> and i was like maybe i should just uh, you know propose no did you yeah that's oh, beautiful that's dude. good that's yeah beautiful. so that's what i mean is like part of my life it's not like it's not, not just right. the band you fuck with. Dude, this ain't like fucking just listening to John Cale. Right. This <laughs> ain't Weezer. Right. right, exactly. So um, so do you want to do the uh, Can't Hardly Wait cello version? No, that's a piece of shit. God. <laughs> what, what, so what, no, no, what, go what, to, what, go what to Tim Remastered. Tim Remastered. Um, and just find the you know acoustic demo or whatever they call it. Tim Expanded, here we go. Yeah, Tim Expanded. Oh, yeah. wait, I got the name for the award. I ain't got no shins. Cotton Hill Award. <laughs> what? Because you get down on one knee. Dude. Oh, hey, there Love you go. It, That's dude. good. That's good. I killed Love Fitty it. Man Award. <laughs> All right. <laughs> The cello version is definitely one of them where they're like they're straight milking it. Like yeah. it does sound pretty terrible. They're, they're using like the worst vocal take in history, and, and <laughs> I'm gonna go on about this for a minute. So replacements are an outtakes and bootlegs band. Right. If you're just going straight by the albums, I could see why you would like, you know, maybe not go all the way with them. Um. So on, please to meet me. That song had already been beaten to death by the time they recorded that. So much to the point that uh, apparently Paul Westerberg decided to be like drunker than usual when recording that, and it just sucks all the energy out of like the official version. Mm. Damn, dude. So that's why there's so many like versions. Like even back from like where Tim was like like how many years before? Like, a couple of years. Right? Yeah, like two or like two so or three like years been kicking around out. yeah and honestly to your point like i feel like his fucked up raspy drunken vocals don't always work in a studio environment so like you know you get a four track replacements album like it probably bangs probably a lot way more better. you know yeah, oh, true yeah. true yeah i'm sure a lot of their demos are a lot better just like because they're more raw sounding you know mm. I, I saw a comment on reddit where uh this guy was like um 
I remember paying to see, I paid like a bunch of money to go see the replacements and they were all fucked up and it was the shittiest show and like they sounded terrible. But then my friend went the next night and they must have been hung over because it was intimate and beautiful and the best <laughs> show he ever went to. <laughs> so, it's a gamble, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's totally. cool. Got to catch them on a hangover night. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So is that that's all that's all of around three? Uh, I know no, you have a couple, I, I, a couple I extras, right? Award. I mean, yeah, I hit me with your another award, CJ. Hell yeah! I'm gonna hit you Some with Are cred. We Humans or Are We Dancer? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, you should maybe pull up the lyrics for this one. It's called Favorite Thing on Let It Be. And okay, yeah. I I used to think like this song is just nonsense. You know, he's like Molly looking for a dolly, and I think it's like actually like a pretty clever set of lyrics about like just being like a you know just non-committal person who you know can't live without women can't live with them or whatever you know mm-hmm. uh, there's a there's a, a break in in dialogue here that says incomprehensible <laughs> <laughs> spotify oh, that's the best could not figure it out yeah <laughs> uh all right so you want to just play like a random part So I think he's just talking about people compensating, you know, with love. Yeah, my heart aches and it's looking for a dolly. That doesn't mean shit, dude. I mean, I mean I'm sure it means something like, real high brain, but like to we're, my to my dumb, yeah, my lowbrow, <laughs> dude, don't get it. Yeah, um there's I mean, he's pretty ridiculous. Um I, I have a quick are we human are we dancer. Do it. Uh, okay, so uh this one is a song called Asking Me Lies. Uh Little boy zoo and the rock with his helpful friends. Butterfly train never ends, never ends. At a Mexican bar mitzvah for 700 years. The selfish prey, you're going to drive right by telling them lies. And then the asking you questions, giving you lies. Um, nonsense. <laughs> nonsense. Absolute nonsense. But, uh, I mean, yeah, they're, they're fucking, they're wild boys, dude. Sometimes you don't have to understand what they mean. Just like Steve-O, dude. Just <laughs> wild bullies. Just like Chris Pontius, man. Okay, so that's the three rounds. We are now at the zenith, the pinnacle. We're here. Top motherfucking bop. Oof. Number one in your heart. It could be the number one single. It could be the number one flop, okay? But this is a song that you love personally. So, CJ, you want to go first with your top bop? Aching to be. And you can play that from 131. <laughs> how even when they're jangly like and pretty it's fucked up mm-hmm. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. it's like not 100 percent like clean yeah good good song mm. you know like even with the like 
you know, not great master or whatever that the original album came out on, still a, a solid record. Like, the songs stand on their own. Even, yeah, almost all of them peek through the mix. Yeah. I mean, it's, it doesn't sound great, but the songs are good. Like, there's really good songs that I hadn't heard because I, everyone was like, oh, the song's, you know, it's album shitty. But, like, there's some really good tracks on that, dude, for sure. Great, aching to be. Yeah, nice. like, honestly, like, all of side one of Dead Man's Pop, that's, like, really my top bop is, like, those five stuck together. Okay. Everybody check it out. Dead Man's Pop. Check it out. Josh, what's your top bop? I'll do my top bop. Uh, so, yeah, Zach Braff on my mind. I was like, <laughs> I think they're real. My favorite is when they're not super corny, but just corny enough to where you feel like you'll be all right in this world, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with 16 Blue at uh, two minutes flat. Yeah. I love at the end where there's like the guitar solo, but it's really just like one giant note. <laughs> like he screams out and they just kind of go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so good. The guitar huh? solo on that is so good. Yeah. yeah. How, guys, how was that? Oh, yeah. come on. <laughs> just like that. Yeah, fuck. No. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Leon? What's your top bop? My top bop is going to go to basic as fuck, but left of the dial. Mm. Mm. Still good. Dude, way to, way to have a song to like to be the song of like it's my bop indie, junior. indie and like all of like college radio is this track. You know? Yeah, dude. <laughs> you're, literally, you're literally describing every like independent band of this era through this song. That's good. Anytime? Just from the end. I mean, yeah, anytime. this song about like his girlfriend or somebody that was in forget what band was it um fuck not the breeders something like that from let's active oh this girlfriend i don't know and they were like tra- like touring and it was kind of like oh him being like oh i heard your song on the radio kind of deal oh okay yeah that kind of stuff right left of the dial great song great fucking song absolutely yeah. dude um okay my top op right i'm yeah. next um gonna go little mascara dude mm. yeah there you go mm. song fucking rest. Oh, yeah. this album is the banger dude it really is so good tim is the shit yeah, yeah it's really, really good. fucking good um okay so let's just do a little ma- little mascara real quick Oof. Yeah, 
just really fucking good, dude. All you ever wanted was someone to take care of you. All you ever losing, just a little mascara, dude. Little <laughs> mascara. Don't be such a little crybaby, okay? <laughs> I treat you bad. Mascara. Oh, I'm drunk all the time. Yeah. Fucking suck it up, okay? It's <laughs> a little mascara, baby. Mascara. <laughs> Get you a new dude. one. Yeah. The chorus mascara. Yeah. Little well. mascara. That's you cry. <laughs> Your eyes. It's just like Your yeah. eyes shitty boyfriend yeah. song, but yeah. like it's it's a fucking killer track. <laughs> <laughs> dude, that, that rip doo, 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 that song's bangs dude yeah, that song's so good yeah tim is really good goofy ass cover way to make, mind bending cover yeah, i like yeah. it yeah way to make songs. i used to hate it but i, I hate i can't stand that cover. I, it grew on me yeah it, it just it doesn't make any sense and i think that's kind of the beauty of it like it's called tim yeah. it's a concrete like sewer and yeah. a fucking weird upside down Guys. pink face it makes yeah. perfect sense yeah. yeah right it's um in a weird way it does make a lot of sense but they're really good for at, this band they're really good at making beautiful songs about shitty people <laughs> yeah dude why did really you make that type, award type vibe <laughs> I don't horrible dude, people in the uh, again in the mindset of the replacements man i don't give a shit. i'm just fucking here you know <laughs> get loaded you're, you're also really drunk so. yeah, yeah dude, wasted, man. i'm about to go drive right now yeah dude. um so that's all of our top bops right yeah wow yeah. holy here shit, it is dude. this is fucking huge the most skippable song Fuck, man. now we take this very seriously we we tell this as almost like a, a public service announcement. We send it out. You know, everyone gets an emergency, you know, uh, alert on their iPhone. Don't listen to this song. Erase yeah. it from your phone. Erase it from your Spotify playlist. Yeah, it, this is for you guys. We don't like to be the people who have to bring this news, but mm-hmm. it needs to be done. People go back in time. They say, "What are you going to do first? Kill Hitler as a baby? No, erase this song from the tapes. I'm going to skip Juju Bone. Yeah, exactly." <laughs> What the world would be like, butterfly effect style. Yeah. So we're saving the world, right? So um, we're gonna have CJ go last. Wait, wait, wait. Where did, where are these songs even going, dude? Oh, that's right. Where do they go, Leon? To fucking Mars. That's right. Fucking, fucking Mars, dude. dude. That Send punk em. shit. That Madonna shit. That Madonna <laughs> shit. That punk shit. Send it all to Mars. <laughs> so yeah, that's where it's going. So it's serious. No yeah. oxygen up there yet. We haven't terraformed it yet. Mm-mm. Okay. They're going to die. <laughs> Rest in peace. So or not in P. Yeah. So the professor, professional hater, hater, professor of haternomics. That's right. What's my, your uh, my most skippable is going to be Who Nanny. Oh shit! From the most skippable <laughs> fucking album, the most skippable fucking song. Was that you on Reddit? <laughs> That's me, baby. Yeah. Hung guy four twenty. Anytime. Uh, anytime. 420 backwards and forwards. That's what it is. <laughs> Here we go. These fools in the era of having to pay somebody to record your stuff, having to pay for <laughs> tape, having to pay for a studio recorded this. This is some shit you record when you have like band camp, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can record straight into your fucking laptop or your phone. Like these guys put this shit on a record <laughs> as a first track. 
Send this shit to Mars. Yeah, get yeah. it the fuck out of here. For their own good, honestly. If you write a song called Hootenanny and it's not even going to play at a Hootenanny, yeah. like, mm-hmm. yeah, these alcoholics the need a, a wet, a hot, I mean, wow, wet hot. I said ice bucket. Yeah. I said ice bucket. <laughs> <laughs> to wake up because they're drunk. Yeah. Get them some Java because they're mm-hmm. fucking up right now. It's fucked up. Yeah. It's a terrible, like, song because it's basically just like a shitty like 12 bar blues like cover but it's just sloppy as fuck dude like who's gonna like actually listen to this to enjoy it like they know it's a joke this is like an obvious joke song it's people say you yeah Yeah, people say oh i don't know why they didn't make it uh this is fucking listen to the (laughs) hooting yeah they didn't want to make it if this is their their like lead track they're basically yeah they're saying fuck you to their listener like cool band and everything but like a big fuck you to them too because like the chances they had that so many other bands of that era didn't have because Facts. they just got in the way and just shit on it like it's kind of fucked up damn dude yeah. true yeah. very true um okay so that's your most giveable great most giveable that's just going straight to fucking Mars, oh yeah dude. it's going up there Josh, you want to go next? I'm going next. So, uh, yeah, I just couldn't get Braff out of my fucking head. And so uh, for every 16 blue, or I'm sorry, for every uh, Can't Hardly Wait, there's going to be a She's All That, dude. Yes. So I'm going to go with When It Began at 25 seconds. And this is off their last record. Yeah, and this is just like the nice corniness you learn from 16 Blue is just like you're fucking over it with this song. Absolutely. Here we go. You stop that nothing out of your first chance. Now it's nothing like when it began. When it began. When it began. When it began. Long ago. Yeah, I respect Hootenanny as a choice, but like, there's multi facets of the replacements, and for all their shitty noise, like whack ass punk, you need to get these corny songs out there as well. Yeah, dude, absolutely. This shit, this shit does sound like some uh, divorced dad shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Why can't we be like how it was before? This is the dad that plays outside of Starbucks, you know, on a Friday night, like they're in like no. a mm-hmm. farmer's market or something, dude. Mm-hmm. Rob Absolutely. Stewart impersonator. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, oh man. Yeah. Last album, dude, yeah. is a bummer. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't say it's so egregious. Like, there's nothing offensive about it where I'm like, oh, fuck, this song was is offended. terrible. I was offended. But, like, it's just so weak compared to everything else they did that like yeah he should have just made it a fucking paul westerberg solo like he really fucked up the legacy of the band by making this the last album like it's just so sad like this is not you know like from the first album to the last album that shift is fucked up like and i i don't think that like that band deserves that you know Mm -hmm. it's almost as a selfish move yeah super self because you know it was just because that he wanted people to listen to his record more so he's like i'll just use my old band fuck it you know it's almost as bad as the shift in tears for fears yes you know when once he kicked out the other dude i mean yeah it's over Mm -hmm. okay so um my most skippable let's hear it i have i had a few really big beefs with certain songs and this was like during when i was listening to like please to meet me there's a song that i just like i was like man like it's a good album but just one song just stuck out i hated it 
And then the same thing happened with Tim. I think Tim is like a fairly solid record. Yeah. But um, one song, the chorus just fucking sucks, dude. I hate it. I hate the way they sing it. And it is a song that I'm going to skip like forever. Oh, man. I think uh, gone. Lay it down, clown. Mm, not what I was thinking. Okay. Yeah. Lay it down, clown. I just don't like the the vocal delivery. And like, it just annoys me. Is that what you want me to start saying when I want you to play my song? Lay yeah. it down, Lay clown. Down, clown. Clown. Lay it down. That might be my new catchphrase. <laughs> <I'll say that laughs> yeah. Lay it down. Uh, all right. So let's do a little lay it down, clown. Ladies and gentlemen, Jerry Lee Lewis. <laughs> yeah. Brought him Fun. back, dude. The killer. <laughs> it's just like, it's a lot. There's like the like bendy fucking shit going in the background of the guitar. The vocal line is straight doo-doo. No good. No bueno. Mm. Um, and and that, it that just, piano. Like that and maybe like Dose of Thunder off of Tim. Tim yeah. Kick him out. It's a perfect record. Yeah. Right? Kick him out. Put him on an EP. Put him on Hoot Nanny. Great. Great, great album. I just Put don't. Him on Hoot Nanny. You know? <laughs> just uh, give him more shit. Yeah, Hoot exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I, th- I just think that Tim is such a good record that, like, there's a couple songs that just don't feel yeah. good listening to. And for that reason, I'm going to. And this is the most skippable out of that one in Dose of Thunder, in my opinion. But, uh, yeah. CJ, what is your most skippable? I'm just going to preface by saying that I think, besides All Shook Down, which. Uh, when, when I first hit you up, I didn't even want to do it. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think out of all replacements albums, if there has to be a skippable one, it's actually Tim. And I love Tim. What? I wow. love Tim. Wow. But, it, but yeah, it, cut the if, tape right here. If I had to make that decision, if I had to kick one, right? Like which one has Desert the mo- has shit. the most songs I skip? It's Tim. Wow. You know, I, really? yeah. I mean, I Just can I can kind of listen to Dose of Thunder. I, I sort of like that starting to rumble thing. Um, <laughs> Lay it down, clown is is pretty awful. It's pretty um, rough. But the one that I skip, it's it, I can actually play those. You know, I can put them on, or I could skip them. Right. But I, they don't offend me to the point where I must automatically hit skip. The song that I have to skip every time I simply cannot listen to it is "Here Comes a Regular." Okay. Oh man. Um, like if you play it right now, I'm going to take my headphones off. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely going to be playing it for a little. That song part. bangs, dude. I like that song. <laughs> let's see. Uh, let's hear it. Let's hear I'm it. saving that one for Mars. <laughs> All right. So uh, yeah, take your headphones off. Let's do a little he sound. did for the listener. He did take his headphones off. <laughs> Never stop with food. Used to live at home, now I stay at the house. And everybody wants to be special here. They call your name out loud and clear. Here come. Wow. Yeah. So is it just because like the mandolin and reverb offend you or is it something about like the content of the song? Um, honestly, like musically, it's like it's OK. It's not the best. Um, like it's 
it's artfully it's artfully arranged um mm-hmm. very well written lyrically but um just, no it, it's just anti-alcoholics <laughs> yeah well it's not that i'm anti-alcoholics it's it's that it's so painful for me to listen to that song whoa um, oh. wow like i you know without going into a lot of detail or shaming anybody or you know saying like you suck if you're you know if you're an alcoholic or you like alcoholics or whatever um it is just too damn painful for me to listen to mm-hmm. and, wow and damn, i think that's maybe to its credit right yeah, it is it's way too real right and um yeah i don't know what else i could say about it every line in it rings extremely true and it is a true it, uh, song from like drinking yeah. day and, drinking and, at bars and to make it even fucking worse when they would play that shit live, all these fans would be singing along. I hate sing-alongs. Yeah, yeah. That's enough for me to skip it. True. <laughs> oh, they were singing along? Fuck that. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> that, that, that is something about concerts where you'll see fucking performers and they'll put the dumb mic out to the crowd. And it's like, they're not, you're not going to pick up the crowd. You know, like, you're just wasting everyone's time. Dude, if you were doing that with a crowd, like a thousand singing back at you, you'd definitely do it. I'd have two microphones and I would yeah. sing and I would do the microphone to the crowd so that they could still hear me because they paid to hear me. As long as the second one's turned off, I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn, you, you know what? I'd be, I'd, throw, I'd be throwing microphones in the crowd. That's a new thing, a new trend. <laughs> Bluetooth microphones. Yeah, exactly. I, I gotta say, CJ, this is kind of groundbreaking. This is a new reason why a song would be streamable. Because this, this is revolutionary. Yeah, like I, I totally like when you said that you were skipping it. My thought was like, it's such a good song. It's so sad and I so like melancholic. It. You know, like, when why I would was you skip? younger and I had you know, not had my heart broken into you know. X amount of pieces. Right. You know. Damn. Use algebra to figure that one out. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> yeah, dude, I totally get that. Like yeah, some, some songs are so deeply emotional that like, it's a, it's like a one and done. You listen to it and you're like, I, I'm, I, 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 I felt it enough. I'm good. I well, did this force work, myself to listen to it like a week ago, you know, since I was doing this, I was like, well, I should be able to put my finger on why, Yeah, you know? I always wondered yeah, why yeah. I skipped Desperado. Yeah. <laughs> You're a Philistine. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, dude. I mean, these are all skippable songs for different reasons. I think, you know, Liam will have a, a midnight hatch, you know, a rescue for Here Comes a Regular for himself. It, it's got I'm going to run there and carry this one out. Yeah. Me. It's going to take oh, him to shit. the Cheers bar. But, uh, <laughs> dude, I already gave it a vasectomy. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> No, That's but, right, so we can't I mean, procreate. As, as far yeah. as skipping any replacement songs, uh, besides that, it's like, like I would skip uh, "Can't Hardly Wait," like the album version. I would skip the album version of "Within Your Reach" because I feel like these are songs that they just, you know, they bonked them in the studio. Right. There's other versions that are better. Yeah, that, like I can know. listen to the piece of shit, but I can't listen to the thing that I know should have been better. Mm. Yeah. yeah, 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 totally. I mean, they have skippable songs. They're not like a infallible band they're not a perfect rock band right and a lot of their songs are goofy they have these weird like let's do a little skit or like not that they're scatting almost in some yeah song. there's a lot of so yeah. like it's goofy but like sometimes that's the charm of it you know definitely the last record is not goofy and i think that's kind of a big fault of it is like it's so serious and it's like it's so divorced dad all the time <laughs> but like yeah, it's an interesting, interesting band. But um, before we get to the last question, do we have a pro tip? Pro tip. Beep, 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 beep,
Uh, so yeah, dude, it was a hard time finding a pro tip for this because uh, replacements are very uh, on their own with their sound. But uh, um, I'm gonna go more for uh, the feeling, uh, the sad ass dude. So I'm gonna go with the uh, Alcoholiday by Teenage Fan Club off uh, their first album. Yeah, bandwagon esque. Yeah. Are you second? Right? Second album, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeeks, yeah, second. Yeah, Fuck, yeah. Gotcha. Saved you right there. Ninety-one. Uh, Spin Records uh, <laughs> album of the year. Whoa. Oh, wow. Yeah. Here we go. You nailed it, Leon. Yeah, dude. There was nothing like screaming that at the top of my lungs with a bunch of other middle-aged white men at the Teenage Mutant Oh, yeah, show. dude. <laughs> Amazing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Um, great band. Yeah, that's great, really Great, 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 great band. Great band. Great band. Great mm-hmm. album. Another blank spot for me. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You gotta fucking... We'll wait for that ad. Right. No, no. I'm gonna, you I gotta, gotta get on that. Day. I gotta get on that. That album itself is um, one of the greatest albums of all time. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay. In my opinion. Um, I also have a little chump change. Chump change. It's, it's chump Cha-ching. change time. Um, time for my time for my two bits, as I call it. Um, okay, if you like Paul Westerberg's voice, I want to shout out um, past guest Matt Gray. Um, we were talking about uh, this band replacements, and he was like, "I don't like the replacements." We're like, "Why? It's too cool, dude." Why, dude? <laughs> and he's like, "No, nah, they just sound like like Brian. Was it Brian Adams?" And um, it got me listening to Brian Adams, and they sound in- incredibly similar. Oh. But um, yeah, I mean, not th- to be confused with Ryan Adams. Not no, not to be confused with the uh, canceled Ryan serial Adams. canceled <laughs> Ryan. This is Brian Adams. So yeah. uh, here we go. You ready? This is heaven. This is what they would have sounded like if they made it, dude. Exactly. If they, went sober. If they actually went commercial, yeah. Yeah, like I could hear like aching to be on like Coast 103.5. Yeah, <laughs> just arena rock fucking banger, dude. Nice. Alternate Universe, they would have been like the biggest fucking band ever, dude. Like, I think so. No, no. <laughs> Beatles still got them. They hated themselves too much. Yeah. There's yeah. no way they could have like handled all that fame. There's there's no fucking way. Damn, they would good way. They would have died young. Yeah, yeah. Um, I that was a good choice. Thank you. I've got an Acorn Corner, and it's more appealing to the faster, more power pop uh, side of um, the replacements. I've Mm. got the fans. You don't live here anymore. I don't have a time. Let's say maybe like fifteen seconds. It's a pretty fast one.
dude. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Hard yeah, ripping. check that out. The fans. Yeah. That's cool. Great we track, just, dude. You put this all on a beaker, dude, and you spin it up, and we just create the fucking <laughs> replacement. <laughs> Damn. Um, great, Acorn Coner. Okay. We've, we've, we've made it to the final question. Is, as a whole, their entire discography, are the replacements skippable? I've been battling myself. I'm not going to skip. You're saying no. I almost did skipulation, but like just the mere fact that like I, we barely started listening to this like what, two weeks ago? Usually, usually we have a little bit more time with this and I have like grown to the replacements. I'm like, got a boner. Yeah. (laughs) She's got a boner. boner, Yeah. I'm like, I was already on the way here. I was re-listening to all my songs and my choices and stuff. And I was like, I'm gonna get something on vinyl. Like I'm gonna get a shirt. I'm gonna get a tape. Like it's only a matter of time. So I'm not skipping. Yeah. No, not skip. Talk about a skipulation. Ooh. Yeah. I want to skipulate. Skipulation. Yeah. Which great, one? Greatest hits CD or uh, what? No. Let it be and Tim are a great combo back to back records. Just back like released a year apart. It's just so good. Those two I can listen to. Everything else, like the early stuff, I can skip for sure. The late stuff, I can skip for sure. I'll throw Please to Meet Me in there as well. Okay. So you'll, the you'll middle three. three. Yeah. The middle three. I mean, start start at the middle three. If, if you're like an average person listener, you're not into like rock and roll kind of shit, you know? How? Just start, rock and roll. <laughs> if you're not into rock and roll... Um, just start with the first three. This is a rock and roll podcast. Yeah, and then yeah, and then expand. Maybe go earlier, and then go a little bit later. But don't go all the way. Mm-hmm. I think this is a definite. Their last album. Stop is, at third base. Do not listen to. Yeah, do but not go home. What CJ was saying is like I could see like I, I'm guaranteeing. I really like Tim. I really like Let It Be. I'm gonna go search those fucking demos. I haven't even gotten into the the replacements demos world. True. So that could the be underworld. an untapped just like solid gold you know that's a great point there's a cat hardly way without the the brass and i personally enjoy it more yeah yeah it's, i heard that's there's the a one. cello version that's a, <laughs> contentious uh so cj skip or no skip well uh i would say as far as all the real albums not all shook down um especially with the existence of dead man's pop i would say no don't skip any of it um I I definitely hear a lot of people's point. You guys are far from like the first people to be like, sorry, mom, forgot to take out the trash is only a good title. And I don't like the music. <laughs> um, it's the sound of like four guys who are all very fucked up learning how to be in a band. And they're just like beyond excited. I see it in that light. I don't think of it as an album. I think of it more as like a capturing a moment, but then I'm like emotionally invested in the band. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would, you know, I would obviously say, fuck no, don't skip. And and to Josh's point, which is really my point, listen. I'll, I'll take credit. Though. You know, find, <laughs> find the good live bootlegs. There's more bad ones than good ones because I honestly believe they did more bad shows than good shows. And uh, fuck with the demos. That's just like the cool. Skibbles, dude. Yeah. <laughs> just like us. Find our demos. Yeah. <laughs> our four track demos. The Lord episode. Dude, I mean, Lord did a cover of Swingin' Party. She does do that. Call back to it like the first episode. We might have even dude, mentioned it, dude. Play, play us out on that one. You want to hear Lord's version yeah. of Swingin' Party? Yeah. That's pretty pl- bad. Pl- play it. Play us out with it. Okay, so, yeah. Thank so you uh, so much, CJ, for coming on pod. Wait, Joe, did you, are you not skipping or are you skipping? Oh, I'm not skipping. He's not skipping. We got three non-skips. A slight skipulation. Yeah, Wait. I just, those two albums.
films and everything else I can really skip. Like those two, I will back hard. Like mm-hmm. Tim for sure is one of my favorites. But yeah, yeah, dude. yeah. So, so uh, CJ for the SGV Weekly, where can our listeners find you? SGVWeekly.com, Oddly enough, hell yeah, dude, got that domain. Hell yeah, legit. That's sick. And then um, you know everybody subscribe to SGV Weekly. Yeah, check it out. Like, give the five stars to them too. Like mm-hmm. all that shit, dude. Like <laughs> review. And listen to us. Hey, do you yeah, want to go dude. out on something good instead, or no? Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> this is the skippables. Baby. Oh no, this is uh, this is a skippable track. We for we, sure. We love, we love the shit. We love Lord, but this is not a, a good representation of, of lay it uh, down. This is a Lord household. Yeah, it's time to lay it down, Cloud. To the world out there, don't let it skip you by. Bye bye. If being afraid is a crime, we hang side by side. See, I fuck with this if I didn't know. <laughs> really? I know the replacements were a thing. Yeah, I thought this she was doing this. It's like this is a pretty minimal like Yeah, that organ. This is some shit I would be doing in like us as senior thinking of music, be like, yeah, dude. This is cool. Pound the prairie